I realized something that's just keep me free. And it became so profound to me. I mean, you know. But I realized something. I was going to get some coffee. Matter of fact, I'm on my way to get some coffee. And I'm walking down the back stairs in the post office. I've always been an information retriever. I've been an information distributor all my life, see. I've been living my dream all my life. I didn't know it, see. I've always been giving people important information and giving people information of their desires and giving people information of their wants and needs and obligations. Things they didn't want. I realized something today. You know how when you realize you're in a relationship. You know, I'm in I'm in a relationship to a person. You know, when you have your thoughts about it. Have your initiations about it. You think this way about it, you think that way about it, but you know that day, remember that day when you woke up and realized you were in a relationship? You didn't quite know how you got there. You don't quite know what it means. But you were in a relationship. I felt that way. I was coming down the back steps and and I was talking to the Lord, like, you know, just talking to him like we were walking together. Oh, my gosh. Like he was right there by my side. And then we were talking together and walking together. He was not something separate outside of me, but he was walking right next to me. And I was talking to him about getting some coffee. You know, I want to keep my addictions to a minimum. I was asked, talking to him, just like, you want to get some coffee? You, how do you, you, a little coffee this morning? You think, you know, that's how I was talking to my Lord. And it felt like I was walking with him. In real. In relationship. In a relationship of contact. Not some metaphorical relationship that you think you have or we think we have to God, but that he was actually right there and that we were actually talking with each other. It was that feeling. And I realized I was in relationship to the God of all the universe. Good morning. How you doing? Good. That I was in relationship to a man, to a person. So you can be in relationship to a person. Spirits are persons. 
You can be in relationship to the spirit of misery. It's a personality. See, the spirit of misery, pain, and suffering, it has its real place, but it is also a personality when it attacks the spirit mind. It presents itself as a personality. And I realized right then and there that I was in a relationship to a different personality. One that didn't talk like the world. I was in relationship to a personality that did not, did not think like the world and respond like the world. It had a different point of view. <laughs> Come on now. You know when you meet those individuals in your life, they become your special all-time friends because they present a different type of personality to you than yet that you know. And that's what my Lord presented to me, a different personality. Different type of voice than the one that I've been hearing in my head. It has so much to say towards my defeat in life. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. That's the hard places. It's the hard places. It's the unspoken word and the things unseen that make it difficult. To understand where you are at any given time. The Holy Spirit has to center you. You know, he has to bring you back to center in him. Some call it the one point. I like that phrase. The one point. See, when Christ becomes your one point, You, you know where to run, you know where to hide, you know where to sit down and find rest. So you got to find rest in the Lord Jesus Christ also. See, he found rest in you. So why don't you spend some time and, and find rest in the Lord Jesus Christ? Lord, you are my resting place. You are my place of peace, Lord. All the trauma and the turmoil going on, going on around you. You are my place of peace, my place of rest, Lord. When I run, I don't want to run out into the darkness. I want to run to my Lord that has open arms for me. I understand what you're going through. I know my enemy is wicked. Come, come. Come sit at my feet. Come find rest at my table. Come let me stretch out my arm. Let me sweat, stretch out my wing. Come underneath my wing. Come underneath the wing of the Lord. Come underneath the wing of the Lord and be satisfied. Be satisfied. Be satisfied. See, when I found Jesus, I was, I, I was satisfied. That's how you know your love is based in the satisfaction of who he is, see, because you're satisfied. I'm satisfied with Jesus. 
I don't have any, I don't have any uh, levels of deep controversy anymore. When I met him, I was satisfied. Then I lost the taste out of my mouth. I lost how good he was. I lost how powerful and wonderful he was. I forgot how good he was. I had to come back to the table. I had to reintroduce as he reintroduced himself to me, calling me home. Come on back. Come on back. I know you missed the goodness of this table. I remember the look on your face when you tasted the delicacies of the Lord. So just just come on back. Come on back to the place. Come on back to your Lord. I'm talking to the born again believers. See, I'm working on the born again believers life, Lord. I'm talking to the born again believer. Come back to your Lord. Come back to him in your heart. Come back to him in your heart. See, you got to come back to the Lord in your heart. When you come back to the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, then your mind begins to follow suit. Your mind begins to say, I got to follow my heart. This, this, this heart has authority. <laughs> I didn't realize. I just saw the authority of the human body. I just saw the authority of the human creation. The authority of any human being is their heart. Whatever direction their heart is pointed in, that's the direction they go. Wherever their heart is saturated in, that's what comes out of their mouth. Whatever the heart of an individual where it has resided. Where has your heart resided? Has your heart resided? Has it sat down in the understanding of the world? Has it sat down in the insecurities of the world? Has it sat down in the neglect of the world? Has it sat down into the pleasures of the world? Has it sat down into those things that are not like your God? Has it sat down in those things that are self-serving? Has it sat down in those things that are intellectual? Has it sat down has your heart has your heart sat down in the things that really don't have anything to do with the Lord? He not even included in any of the picture, any of the frame, any of the extraction, any of the abstraction, any of the situation. Has the Lord has anything ever had anything to say about your life? Have you ever given him a chance to sit down at your personal consultation table and talk with you about anything? And let alone you listen to his advice, his advice. He'll say, let me show you my son. Let alone if you listen to his advice. Let me show you my son. I got a solution for that molestation. I got a solution for that rape. I got a solution for that neglect. I got a solution for that starvation of the spirit. I got a solution for that. I provided a flesh and blood solution for all of that. I know it was painful. I know it was this and I know it was that and it was all legitimate because it happened to you. But I'm going to tell you, I got a solution for the Lord Jesus Christ says I got a solution for your pain the Lord Jesus Christ says, I got a solution for you I wrapped it up one day in a little baby bundle I wrapped it up and placed it inside of Mary I just this particular situation don't even wonder about it just roll with me with it I found Mary and Mary was the one that found favor with God and decided to have a baby and Mary had a baby Mary had a baby that baby was Jesus born of the Holy Spirit getting back to Joseph Joseph must have been the greatest man of faith in the name of Jesus there's no man in the name of Jesus I can know in the Bible in the scripture 
scriptures of the faith of Job, of the faith of Joseph, of the faith of Joseph, of the faith of Joseph. Joseph had to recognize, Joseph had to accept the fact that the Lord God Almighty impregnated his wife. Joseph had to, let me get it right, because you know there's a stammering system going on. There's a stammering system going on in the world. Joseph had to have become from the faith. Joseph and believe that the Holy Spirit impregnated his wife. Is that what Joseph going to believe? Joseph was the greatest man of faith ever created. He had to believe that the spirit of the living God impregnate. Let me back that up. I got to back that up. I'm walking backward as I talk about this thing. Let me talk about it again. You telling me that Joseph had to believe that the Holy Spirit impregnated his wife. Joseph. Joseph had to believe that the Holy Spirit impregnated his wife. Joseph had to believe this. You asking me, you asking me to believe that? That's a man of faith. That's a man of faith. Oh, the faith of Joseph, Lord. The faith that you gave Joseph, Lord. I'm peeping into it. You showing me a little glimpse of it, Lord. Let it rain upon my life, Lord. The faith of Joseph, Lord. That same faith where you touched Joseph and said that child that your wife is carrying is the child of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, Joseph, let me talk to you. There was a day when the Holy Spirit had to sit down with Mary's husband, Joseph, and say, let me explain something to you, Joseph. Let me explain this thing to you, Joseph. It ain't going to make sense to you, but I need you to roll with me. Because Mary need to be covered. They're going to call her all type of things. They're going to call her all type of nasty things. They're going to call the mother of God all type of nasty things. They're going to talk about her, and I need you to be there with her. They're going to talk about her. I need you to protect her. They're going to talk about her. I need you to look after Mary, because Mary having the son of, she having God's baby, having the son of, the son of God is coming. Mary has found favor. Hey, hey, Mr. Kelly, how are you, sir? Good, brother. Good to see you. Joseph had to believe that the Holy Spirit was having a baby through his wife. Joseph had to believe that the God he served was coming was going to be born. And that his wife was the vessel. Joseph had to believe that that baby bump was the son of God, was the son of God. Joseph had to believe that that baby bump must have been special. Joseph had to believe that this 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 better be a special child. <laughs> Mary, he better do great things. Mary, he better do wonderful things. 
Mary, he, he better be a miracle worker. Mary, he better be a, a savior of the world. Mary, he better be something powerful and special. Mary, he better be the Elohim born in the flesh. Mary, he better be the great I am. Mary, he better be the Emmanuel. Otherwise, you got some explaining to do, Mary. This boy better do great things. <laughs> Joseph, man of faith. Oh my gosh, the faith of Joseph. To believe. God spoke to him. Blinded his eyes. See, it wasn't without a struggle. You know, Paul was blinded. On the road to Damascus, you know, sometimes the light hits you, it blinds you. And all that stuff you think you know. Can you imagine being suddenly blinded? Your whole world is turned upside down immediately. That's called being chosen. <laughs> See, when the Lord chooses, he chooses you, he blinds you. You got to come up out the world. All the children chosen by the Lord are always blinded. Then he brings you light. He brings back your vision. He gives you a new set of eyes. He gives you a new set of understanding. He gives you a new visual, a new visual implant and input. And in, he implants something in your spirit, see. God always implants something in his chosen ones. It could be a dream. It could be a vision. It could be something, but he implants. He stamps Something on your spirit. I'm a witness.